What's up, nerds? Thank you for tuning in again to the Nerds Who Live podcast. Into another episode. Thank you guys for tuning in for the last few. It's been a nice few weeks. I've had lots of people who have come on. Uh, today, we have one of my oldest friends and uh, really the, the spawn of the devil who's responsible probably for this uh, directly and indirectly, and we'll get into that, but Mr. Johnny Mreska of The Johnny Horror Show on YouTube, which is something I've been a part of for many years, and he's still doing, so something for you to go look at and subscribe. But we're going to talk to Johnny about how he got started in fitness, because that's something that we both bonded over over our 11 years of friendship, and uh, a little bit of that. So say hi to the people, Johnny. Hi, everybody. How's it going? That's funny. I was uh, filling out a an application today and like it asked for like a character reference and I put you down and I was like holy crap like so I was thinking about it because we I think it's longer it's longer than 11 years because I came up with 13 today because we met in like 2006 and yeah it's 2019 now so it's been like like 13 years of friendship it has been 13 years it's a long time. It's a very long time. You, you are my oldest friend. I even last year went to his wedding when he got spoused to his <laughs> lovely bride. And uh, spoused her so hard. Spoused her so hard. She is very spousable. <laughs> I mean, it's too late now for the rest of y'all. She's already spoused. But um, she's been spoused and in-housed. And uh, it's it's been great. So, um you know, I know his sister, I know his older brother, his mom, his dad. Uh, but when we first met, we met in high school. And one of the first things we did, I would bribe him. The first thing I would bribe him to come and have lunch with me because I had a car. He didn't at the time. <laughs> I didn't have a car for a long time, actually. <laughs> and one of the first things we did is one of my first jobs, I worked at a gym. And so I, I brought him to come and work out with me a few times. Oh, God. Do you remember that time? I, I do. I do. I think I gave, I don't know, I gave you like Powerade or something? Uh, no, it was an energy drink of some sort. That's, that's the thing that it was. Uh, oh, God. Mm. Mixed beginnings of a personal favorite. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Peaks and valleys. Peaks and valleys. Peaks and valleys. Well, we all learn. But over the years, um, you know, even the times uh, I've been pretty good about having a, a fitness practice. But, uh, you know, I actually probably about in the year 2017 to 2018, I fell off a bit, but uh, Mr. Mareska here really found his stride and for a while definitely, uh, you know, definitely was beating me out in the fitness game until I finally got my shit together. Um, So I wanted to kind of talk to Johnny about uh, obviously his fitness practice because he has stayed in great shape and he does mostly body weight um, and the weights he has at his house. And he does have a gym now. We've trained together and he has, you know, you know, done some powerlifting with me, uh, especially for my first meet when I was in prep. But kind of just what has worked for him? Because if you if you do not follow him at, at the Johnny Horror Show, 
he's still in great shape. He's been in great shape and he never really gets out of shape. And so he's really an epitome of consistency and persistence and being his own uh, student and teacher, you know, and he's asked me questions. He's asked other people questions. So I wanted him to kind of talk about how he's been able to do that, how that started. And then of course we get into a little bit about his, his fun nerdisms as well. So, yeah. So how about, can I tell them how that started? Like when you first really started getting serious about training? Well, it's been like a, I've always, I've been serious, you know, in, in quotations for, you know, probably about the better part of 10 years, but it's been like a, you've, you've gone from there, there was a point, there was a point when I was about, uh, 20 when I like picked up a men's health magazine and was totally inspired by all the different things that you could be doing or you should be doing. And, um, you know, a lot of it, a lot of it stemmed from, from dieting, um, really the, to be able to maintain a, a good, um, body, basically a lot of it is, is restriction in, in dieting and not eating everything that I want to eat because, you know, I, I want to eat everything all the time. Um, and, uh, you know, um, but the, the main drive probably came from, uh, high school when I was a senior in high school, I just, just like the last half of my senior year, um, me and my girlfriend at the time, we had a four period day. So, nine times out of 10, we would go get fast food afterwards. And then, you know, uh, fool around a little bit and then take a nap. And that was, that was the day, you know? So, uh, long story short, I got a little tubby and I didn't realize it until I looked in the mirror one day and was like, holy shit, I'm fat. <laughs> so, um, oh, it's like, ah, and that's the thing. You'd never, so many people are not in shape and don't realize it or, you know, think that they're in shape and no one ever, you know, told them that they weren't. And then one day you look in the mirror and you go, oh, oh, there it is. And, you know, I had that that moment luckily early on. And that's that's the whole drive for me as an adult is I, I just never want to look in the mirror and be displeased. Uh, so I have plenty of times when I'm, when I'm a lot harder on myself, um, train hard. Um, uh, last year, particularly with you, Nicholas, we trained really hard and that was me getting in probably the best shape of my life because I wanted to look really good for my wedding. Which um, you did, <laughs> by the way, sex on a stick. I have photos. If you want photos, you can DM me. I'll give you those photos. <laughs> I just want I just want to cut. Whatever whatever you're making off of those photos, Nicholas, just give me a percentage. I, I don't want I don't want a lot, just a little bit. Thirteen percent. One percent per year we've been friends. I'll take it. <laughs> um but yeah, I the so the consistency thing is really just is uh 
you know, an OCD thing. Anytime that I, I feel like I don't see a, a something resembling a six pack, you know, I will kind of kick myself into gear. Um, I just came off of like this weekend uh, was the end of a eight week stint of being really, really restrictive with my diet. I had a little bit more, I gave myself a little bit more like cheat days than I normally would. Cause usually when I do like a diet or something like that, it's usually for about a month. It's like a month of no alcohol. It's a month of no artificial sugars, no carbohydrates. The uh, exceptions being like a protein shake or a protein bar, uh, before or after a workout. Um, but yeah, so, you know, no carbs, no dairy, no alcohol, all that fun stuff. I just take out for a month at a time and train, uh, vigorously. So vigorously, yes, <laughs> very vigorously. Very vigorously. Um, but, very uh, father. I will Venmo you a doll if you know that movie. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have a dollar, but I'll give you props. <laughs> you don't have a dollar? No. It's very expensive. You see the mics we're using? I bought those. Like, I know where it's from, by the way. I know you that's, know That's why I'm that on this podcast. <laughs> a quick, quick interim before he continues, just so people know. Johnny is an avid film junkie as well as he's a writer and a director and a very good one but when it comes to movie trivia he is one of the best and specifically horror and that genre is is his forte so just you you want movie trivia especially in the horror genre johnny will usually rip you a new asshole so or very gently though (laughs) he's whispered sweet nothing grow you a new asshole with love and affection maybe not rip (laughs) yeah he'll he'll, he'll slide in and maybe like oh god no 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 no. this is this is gone this has gone too far i'm i'm now i'm i'm going i'm all right back to our regularly scheduled (laughs) program as he was saying continue Please edit that part out. Um, nope. Um, but yeah, so just got off of an eight-week program, and it was, yeah, it was, it wasn't my best. Obviously, there, like I said, if you have that that much more time, you find that much more, uh, you find that many more excuses to give yourself. Oh, yeah, it's an eight-week program. You can, you know, live a little here, and you know, give yourself a little bit more of a a break here. So, um, and I got, I got a cold that was like a, a three week cold, you know, yeah, uh, halfway through. So that was, that was great. Um, but, uh, usually, usually the big thing with, with my dieting, um, is that there's, there's, uh, no exceptions, you know, you stick with it. You don't give up. Uh, no matter how much you want to, it's, it's all mental. And I think that's, that's, um, the big, the big thing with, with my training and, and everything is it's not, I know I'm never going to walk into a room and be the biggest guy in the room. I'm never going to walk into a room and be the strongest guy in the room or be the best fighter. But I like, to think that I can walk into a room and be 
more mentally tough and physically tough for that matter than most people in the room that regardless of how much I don't like something or how much, uh, pain or uncomfortability it it causes me that I can, I can power through. So that's, that's basically what's important to me in training and dieting and exercise all in all. So I think that's been the most important thing. And I've known him through this time and why I wanted him on the show was also because so far we've had powerlifters mostly on the show because that's who I've we really had access to and who I know readily and obviously the world that I'm in. But as I've said before, this show isn't going to be just, you know, just held to, you know, just the sport of powerlifting. I do want other people, of other modalities and other sports to come in because at the end of the day, it's about finding what works for you. Um, and as Johnny just said, what works for him is he has his goal of being that mentally tough as being mentally tougher at any given point than anybody in the room and I've known him to do, you know, that maybe he's on a running kick and he beats his running or he's lifting with me or he's doing his calisthenics. So, but all of those goals feed the bigger goal is he likes to challenge himself and, you know, then beat that challenge. And I think that actually um, you always naturally do, you know, like any formal programming is usually done in, you know, uh, blocks, like an eight-week block, a three-week block, um, maybe up to a three month block and you kind of already, like you said, do that. You'll give yourself, you know, a month without this, or you want to do a challenge in terms of your training and you'll, you know, set that. And I know like when you started helping me with my meat prep, I was like, yeah, I have, you know, eight or nine weeks. And you're like, yeah, I'll help you for the eight or nine weeks and do what you do. And so you always set those goals and um, just kind of naturally fall into what works and block, like doing things in phases is what helps because doing 30 days, you know, elimination of I don't know, alcohol and sugar, it's hard, but it's doable. Doing that for three months is really, really hard. Um, really, any diet for a long period is hard. Well, you know, I mean, there's, there's, the, there's, you know, I was just listening to Joe Rogan talk about this, and uh, hopefully you don't get sued. <laughs> I don't um, think I'll get sued. I, I mean, he can just have both of us on his show. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be very cool. Um, but uh, he, uh, he was talking about how, you know, she doesn't think that uh, anybody should say that a diet isn't sustainable, that if a diet isn't sustainable, that, that you are essentially weak. Um, I, I think, uh, yes, to an extent, um, that is true, but it also depends on what you want to get out of life. If your life is going to be one of restriction and, you know, constantly pushing yourself and, you know, and, it, you know, constantly working hard and, you know, always, I know the man, you know, enjoys this, that, or the other. So it's not like he takes everything out that he doesn't that he likes. But the thing, the thing is, is that with something like that, with something like no alcohol, I, most of my friends drink alcohol and they like to go out and have a good time. And I, every now and then I like to go and hang out with them. So it's hard to just, I mean, I've done it before. You just kind of go and you just sip on a club soda. Yeah. You know, no one's the wiser that there's no alcohol in there, but you know, I've definitely done it. Yeah. 
And I mean, you know, I've been on the other end, you know, shaming you for not <laughs> drinking more. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, there, it it just kind of depends on what you want out of life. I like, I like to be able to look good and feel good as often as possible. But I also like to enjoy life and eat the food I want to eat and drink what I want to drink. Like, you know, this weekend was a total splurge for me, you know, pizza, Chinese food, had a burrito today, had sugar cereal, like Mm -hmm. just, it was, it's been great, you know, to be able to enjoy that. But also on the flip side, that to me is not sustainable. I can't do that all the time. A, it loses its flavor and B, it catches up with you really freaking quick. Yeah, I agree with that. And I mean, I work out hard. Sometimes I don't work out as hard as I should. Um, but I work out hard and that stuff still, it still sticks. Yeah. You know, people are always asking me like, why? They're like, you don't need to be on a diet. Da, 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 da. I'm like, the reason I look the way I look is because I'm constantly watching what I eat. And that's, you know, it, it, the the old saying to me it it's so true nothing tastes as good as skinny feels i believe that so uh, that's, yeah that's a, it's a hard truth it's it a hard is. truth because i mean you know it doesn't matter how good something tastes i asked i asked my boss this he's always trying to lose weight and he had like a bite of a cookie or something like that and he's like i cheated and i asked him i was like was it worth it and he said no and i was like yeah there you go yeah there you go <laughs> and, and it's and it's hard and that's where it comes to mental toughness and again in my very the very first episode of the show one of the things that i brought up was you need to set the goals for yourself what you want and for you you have a very clear goal again you want to be that mentally tough person and you do that in various ways and that is part of sticking with any program whether it be programming of your training or your diet program it's you need to be able to have the discipline to know is it worth it or do i want do i want the the gains that i get at the end of it or do i want the bite of the cookie now and and that being said you can you can find that the goal is to find balance and and a lot of high level athletes have a really good time flexible dieting and but it's you got to know your goal and uh if you're kind of be you know if you're you know a little bit on the heavier side and you want to do you know, look better for your own self. Nobody else do it, but for yourself, you need to have a time where you sacrifice those those cookies. Yeah, and that's not to say that's not to say that a bite of a cookie is a fail. But to Absolutely me, not. to me, it's do I want a bite of a cookie now when I'm you know when I'm supposed to be abstaining from that, or do I want that sweet satisfaction of having a giant piece of cake after, you know, you finished the mile, you finished your goal, something that's a reward for all the hard work. I mean, I'd rather enjoy the full, the full know, yeah, the full piece pie. of cake. And, exactly. And of course, and to be clear, that one bite of the cookie does, yeah, like you said, isn't a fail. It, it doesn't undo it doesn't, everything. It doesn't undo everything at all. But it's, it's, the it's again, it's the mental fortitude. It's like if you gave in, now yeah to me and it to me and this is again this is because i'm ocd about stuff like this i look at that for myself as like well you broke basically and that's 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 for me that's that's this ridiculous you know standard that i set for myself that probably isn't healthy but it's you know 
it's the standard nonetheless, yeah. you know? But it, but it does work. And I heard a really good, um, on my friend's podcast, uh, Angelo Fortino of Two White Lights, who also was one of the people I interviewed, a run of his podcast recently with a great lifter named Sean Noriega. Sean uh, used to play baseball in college. And he was a very good baseball player. And um, so he, so he's an, he was, he's a lifelong athlete. And he made a point that too many people, you know, who, who don't, you know, don't realize that if you want to be very, very good at something, you can't have balance all the time. To be good at something, you do have to sacrifice at a certain point. You have to be imbalanced where that may take all of your energy to be OCD. And maybe that's why you're successful about you doing is that you are OCD. So at those times that you are, you know, you have a goal, you are willing to sacrifice to get that goal. Otherwise, it will drive you nuts. And most people don't want that. They want to try, they want, um, they want to do the average amount of work, but yet get the above average results. It doesn't work that way. Well, I think a lot of the issue with, with people really um, hitting their stride as far as fitness is concerned is we live in a, in a age of instant gratification. And, um, you know, people want, they want the results right away. Uh, and social media is kind of, uh, triggered, yeah, triggered our brains to be like, well, I, I posted a picture and now it's getting the likes. Look, there's a like, there's a like, I got that right away. As opposed to, oh, you, you gotta, you really want the likes. You gotta post good content regularly to get people interested in what you're posting. And yeah. same thing for fitness. It, it's baby steps. And you know, you, screw up you know i pulled my hamstring a couple of uh, months back nick was there for that that was a great it was we were filming <laughs> and yeah and then you gotta you gotta go cool all that hard work that i've been putting in i have to set aside and try and work smart so i don't hurt myself further exactly and i can heal and then i can progress and again it's it's what it comes it comes down to and it's and it's not to say that everybody should you know, prescribed to, you know, that, you know, that OCD extremism. But we are saying that if you set yourself whatever goal that you're looking for, at some point, you it may require that for, for a while. Like, you know, the first month, you know, like for your manager, you know, he probably needs to do like a good, like six weeks where he is super strict and extreme about, you know, what he eats to get jumpstart his diet. And then probably after that first six weeks on the second six weeks, he could probably have some, you know, you know, a cheat day or one cheat day. Like that'd probably be fine. And then come the, he makes results the third six weeks. Maybe even from then on, he kind of finds a stride where he knows when he can be flexible and knows when to be strict. And I feel like that's kind of the point where you and I are both at is like, we know, we know where we can be flexible and we know when to buckle down. Yeah. And it's knowing that for yourself in accordance with your goals. <clears throat> so it's a hard truth, but it, it's true. Um, so let's slightly rewind. When you, what was one of the first programs that you started um, that you were consistent with that gave you, you know, in your mind sticks out as a good result? And like, what were you using? Was it body weight, dumbbells, mix of the two, pull up bar? Uh, what was it? Um, whoa. um, well, I mean, like the best results I got, like, were like, as far as like weight loss, right, right out the gate was, you know, 
insane amounts of running, just running for like an hour, you know, um, and doing that, you know, probably more than I should have, but I was a kid. So, you know, you, you can sustain that longer, but I'm so there's been, there's just been different things where I burn out of one thing and then I jump onto another. I mean, that's what it was a lot in the, in the early stages, Yeah, you know, and you know, first started with, you know, running in body weight. Cause that's just, you're a kid. You don't have a lot of, a lot of options right out the gate. Um, I didn't have a gym membership. I didn't get a gym membership until I was, you know, in my mid twenties. So, um, you, you maintained a re- really good shape and physique through those times. Again, I, yeah, I remember that. That was, that was all. Um, I think I, I guess I did not necessarily consider this a gym membership, but I did, uh, um, take a boxing for like a good solid year. And that was, that was a great experience too. So yeah, I remember that too. That was, uh, that was good. That was, uh, a great learning experience. Boxing is still, um, you know, it's one of just the hardest sports because you're just standing and getting punched yeah. <laughs> or trying not to get punched. I, I yeah. should say, but, um, to punch back really yeah, yeah, but, um, you know, the, the, um, high intensity of, the training for boxing is what drew me to it. I mean, you know, you want to geek out for a minute, any, any fucking Rocky montage, any training montage that has ever been in a movie. I've watched it and gone, I want to do that. that. I want to do that so bad. So there is no way out, Robert Trepper. I know there's no way out. I, uh, I, so that, that to me is like, you know, like, and that, that was also something that I wanted to challenge myself and be like, well, how, how tough am I? Um, and getting punched by like a a 250 plus dude in the face sucks. But, (laughs) but, uh, you know, uh, the great thing that my coach told me is that, you know, he he said, and this is something that, you know, has been special to me and has stuck with me that, you know, I was never a particularly good boxer, but I could take a hit and keep, keep going. Basically, I would never back away. I would keep on moving forward. So that, that was always something that, that was important to me that I could, that I can do that. And I mean, that again, extends to the mental toughness and it extends to life beyond, uh, you know, just the, just training wise, it's to, to be able to just keep, keep pushing even, when shit sucks, you know? Yeah. And you really do see it through. And I think that's, that's where your success has been is that whenever you start something, you see it through, um, you know, in, in all of our filming endeavors that I've, you know, um, you know, John has enlisted me to be on, we always finish whatever project we start. Knock on wood, knock on wood, knock on wood. (laughs) But in the, in the two years that I, you know, he's enlisted me more than that, but, very, very uh, much more avid in the past two years. 
you know, whenever we start something, come hell or high water or our town almost burning. We live in Ventura, which was the town that almost uh, burned a few years ago. And we were actually filming that night that it started burning. And we had to stop filming. But guys, things are burning. We got to we got to we got to get the fuck out of here. Um, We still found a way to finish. And and that's why I one of the big you know points about having you on was I wanted you on because you I think are a perfect example of someone who trains for their, their general health, fitness, and and mental fitness, their mental health. And you've been able to do multiple things, multiple training programs, uh, you know, different sports, just kind of whatever you're drawn to, but you start it and you see it through. And then, yeah, when it maybe you get, you know, you get a hair up your ass, you want to go try something else or, you know, whatever it is. But either way, you keep a practice and you stay consistent. And, and I think that's health, that's healthy for healthier for a lot of people. Like you don't have to do just one thing. Like you can take boxing for a year and then you can, you know, you know, get into marathon running and then you can stop and try weightlifting, like just do something. But if you start it, you know, pick, you know, try to you know, try to finish it or, or carry it until you want to do something else. And that's okay. As long as you're staying healthy. Yeah. Well, staying active. I mean, that's, that's the thing is that, you know, again, I, I didn't, I don't necessarily – I, I want to be good at fitness overall. Uh, I don't need to be – you know, I think I think when I was younger, I was incredibly competitive, and it would psych me out. And so I've tried to really tone that down. I don't like – I don't like being competitive. Um, I know a lot of people are, that's, that's like their drive and everything. Um, I know you like to compete. I don't like any of that. I, I do it. Uh, it's 100% for, for me. And that's why I can dabble around in some things and be like, all right, cool. That was fun. I got that. I got some good stuff out of that. You know, um, boxing, I'd go back to boxing any day of the week. If I could find, if it was something that, um, that <clears throat> that I could work into the schedule and be able to, you know, get a good routine going down. I'd go back to, to doing boxing regularly because I loved it. But there's so many things. Like, I mean, I love running. I love swimming. Like, swimming's great. Swimming's probably the most um, zen workout that I've done because you, you don't have any music or anything. You just You just the sound of the water and I just constantly just in like thinking about stuff. So I Zen out quite a bit, uh, with swimming and, but yeah, body weight, regular weights. I love lifting heavy weights. It's so much fun. Um, like pull-ups, like to be able to do just some good pull-ups and like do them clean. That's great. And I mean, I love high intensity cardio. I love low intensity cardio. I love doing stadiums. I just love fitness in general. So, you know, it's been it's been fun because I get to I don't ever get zoned into one thing so much that that like becomes my thing. I really get to dabble around in whatever that day, whatever um, my schedule will allow, um, whatever um, I feel like doing. You know, I can be like, cool today. I only have this much time, so I can do a small little body weight core workout at home or I have a whole bunch of time so I can go to the gym and spend an hour and a half there doing whatever I want to do. So it, um, 
it's fun to be able to to be able to you know try all the try all the different things you know just going to 31 flavors and just trying all the different ice creams basically i want this one you know what that one can i have the bubble gum on top of the rocky road even if it tastes like shit i'll still eat it it is disgusting (laughs) (laughs) um but but i think i think it's a special thing that you are able to do that i do think that you know for anyone if you're like yeah that sounds like something i want to do again keep in mind all of these modalities that he did he again he did you would you did do for a while but yeah this is not this is not this is over you know this is over the course of uh, 10 years of mostly serious training like you know this is and i mean there's been plenty of trial and error too there's been plenty of like yeah exactly well you know i worked out too hard i mean again this is this is also goes back to my my ocd with this stuff is that i i get there are, there are times when I should relax and I don't. And <laughs> I know you're guilty of that yeah. too. Oh, um, because it's we true. just get that like, cool, I'm just sitting on the fucking couch. God <laughs> damn it. And, and it's like, that, and like I want to sit on the couch when I earn it. Like after yeah. I'm done, like after I'm done working out, I'll, yeah, go I'll, just, great. I'll just, I'll eat a pizza to myself and just sit there. But if I have to sit on the couch, yeah. Then it, I'm going nuts. Yeah. And it's it's frustrating. But I mean, you know, I've injured myself that way. Um, and, and like I said, so over the years, I've learned to be a little bit more forgiving and a little bit smarter about like, all right, cool. Well, this hurts. So maybe I do something that's not going to do any serious damage to that while I work out. And you know, the older we get, the smarter we have to be about these sort of things. Like stretching has become really important to me. Warming up is really important, you know, important um, because just, you know, sleep on on the wrong side of the bed and wake up and my neck won't turn. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shit. (laughs) I broke my leg. What'd you do? I took a nap. (laughs) It's not out of the ordinary, but yeah, and then, you know, we have, uh, the stuff that we film, uh, can be pretty physical. We don't have very rigorous. We don't have, uh, stunt doubles, stunt doubles at all. So, uh, we have to pretty much do everything ourselves and, you know, uh, none of us, um, are, trained stuntmen or uh, God, no. stunt performers have really, uh, you and I have limited experience as far as uh, fighting, but usually our fighting experience is more about how to actually hurt people, not to make it look like we're hurting somebody whilst not hurting them. So yep. we have to uh, be smart about that. And, um, and, and being smart is definitely not my strong suit. No, so. mine, mine. <laughs> So uh, one of the first real like long fight scenes that we filmed together, probably you know maybe six, definitely more than five years ago, I I ended up cracking him in the face across oh, yeah. across his across his uh, across his cheek and left a big old welt. And then in that very same fight scene, not thirty minutes later, he just nailed me in the nuts. Yeah, I was on the sand. Yeah, oh that man, pretty, that was pretty rough. So yeah, um, but I mean you know. Uh, that uh, feel like we've learned a lot since then. We we've put together some pretty awesome fight scenes, um, and 
I mean, it never hurts if you shoot it at nighttime because you can just hide so many of those. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, my fist is, is you know, 10 what? feet away from your face. But movie <laughs> magic makes it look like it's cracked you. And, and Johnny really is, um, he, he really is coming to his own. He's a really brilliant director. He's learned a lot. And if you go to the Johnny Horror Show on YouTube, you can see the videos and stuff that he's done, especially the ones of us together, uh, the fight scenes, like all that, he just filmed on his phone. And then he edited it with the, you know, the Apple, Mac, whatever, uh, editor. iMovie. It's just iMovie. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, what kind of, I, I literally actually had someone, I showed I showed one of the, our videos to somebody who, and they were like, oh, who works in, for like, film and can't photography and production. Like, oh, what kind of camera was that? And I was like, it was his phone. Like, what? Well, that was a really good, you know, he, he's a good editor. Like, couldn't even tell. And like, what did he use? I was like, he used iMovie. And they're like, Are you, really? I was like, yeah, you don't, you don't need all the fancy shit. You just got to be clever. <laughs> you know, fancy shit helps, but yeah, it doesn't hurt. But, um, I'm, you know, uh, my wife tends to, uh, yell at me if I spend too much money. So, uh, too much money on, uh, I should say on the production of my videos. Um, and so to buy a $300 plus editing program, which it, it will happen one day, but it's, uh, for the time being, it's just not necessary because most of the stuff that I want to do, I can do feasibly using iMovie or, uh, uh, other app on my phone, you know, just kind of using both of them combined. But, um, you know, it's, it's fun. We can, you know, bring it back to, you know, the fitness aspect of it all. We actually are kind of the turning point in my show was the episode that we really collaborated on, which was yes. how to survive a horror movie using fitness, um, still, which still up too, which still up. Um, <laughs> and, uh, is, was the, the most, most important episode, uh, for my show, because it changed the direction of what my show was at first, my show was just a talking head show. And I still do some of that from time to time, but it eventually with, with that episode, uh, with you and myself and Brian and Ben, um, it became, uh, an action adventure show. It kind uh, of spawned the universe. Yeah, it absolutely did, yeah. because we're still dealing with the repercussions of that episode. The very episode <laughs> that we did, like, uh, two oh, years ago. Yeah, like, almost the better part of, like, 15 episodes later. Yeah. We're still dealing with that, and we'll continue to deal with that in various ways. Everything that happened in that episode... Uh, started all the stuff that the, of where we're at now. And I mean, excuse me, there's, there's a lot to that episode that I still like, you know, still inspires me. You know, I feel like that's an untapped 
market as far as, you know, and this is something that I've dabble, dabbled around with in my own mind of just there is not enough fitness horror combinations. There's just not. And uh, it's flabbergast me because, you know, what what do you do half the time in a horror movie? You're fucking running you're for your life. Running, you're uh, hitting you're people. Fighting. You're uh, jumping. You're pushing. You're getting, you know, you're doing also you're swimming. You know, you're lifting heavy things. You're doing anything you can to survive in this horror movie and so much of that, you know, you have to be, you have to be, you know, physically fit to be able to do a lot of that stuff. So, um, what what if one of these days we just make a little funny little spoof about the guy who is fit enough for the horror. So he's like in the horror movie and all the tropes set up, you know, he wants to play the saw game, but he actually is strong enough to kill the other guy. He actually, (laughs) he is like, what would that be like? It's like, Oh, all right. Well, it'd be a really, job. it'd be a really short movie. <laughs> it'd be very short, yeah. But it would be funny. Um, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're good. Um, but yeah, I've uh, that's been something that I've dabbled around with, and I've been thinking about um, now that my idea is out in the open. <laughs> so someone's gonna tap it and use it for their own uh, their own gain. But I've uh, essentially been thinking about doing a, a spinoff called the the Johnny Horror Gym and. Uh, Oh, like it'd, it. it'd be something along the lines of like me like doing workouts that were geared towards whatever horror movie we were watching for that segment or something like that. Like, you know, how would you survive the Texas Chainsaw Massacre sort of a deal? You know, just nonstop cardio. It's just, you know, me running and <laughs> just talking. Some, talking. Some dude with a chainsaw <laughs> behind me. It's like um, drunk history when you're running. You just get more and more tired and less coherent. And but you know, I I thought I thought that that would be a fun idea just because you know there's there's um it's so true. You need I mean even if you're just filming a horror movie, you need to exercise to be in shape so you're not hurting yourself, pulling anything, to be able to do your own stunts, to be able to do all the stuff that you need to do as an actor. You need to be in the shape that you need to be in to do the role. Um, yeah. And I think that's a very overlooked thing. If you're acting, you need to be functional in shape, and you also need to be um, aesthetically in shape. Yeah, a lot of times, like, it... Uh, both. I think I, I posted something on my uh, my Instagram story the other day that, you know, kind of played into, played into this. I was, uh, doing some of those reverse pull-ups. Uh, yeah, I saw those. those and, uh, you know, just found a way to be like, yeah, if you ever need to like, you know, throw someone over your shoulder in a horror movie, you know, and be able to, this, yeah, this building core strength and, and such and such, blah, blah, blah. And I said, yeah, uh, bonus points. If you, you know, have to do it with your shirt off, you know, cause mm-hmm. it's going to make your back look good. So, yeah. And then, and then he even had a little gif of Jason coming out of the corner and going back, which was fun. Um, and and like you said about that episode, I mean, it's true. I think it it is an untapped market, which is what <coughs> you. I was trying to talk. You mind? Um, you know, yeah, there was you know so much so much good untapped potential, and that's what made us do that original episode. And uh, it honestly is responsible even for me now because the whole idea was back then, whereas we were trying to combine two different cultures that we're very passionate about mm-hmm. and then putting them into a cohesive, uh, a cohesive output 
and really trying to find our, you know, our way. Um, in one of the previous episodes that will has not aired, but will have aired before this is aired, um, I talked with Jeremy Flex of FlexComics.com, who has a huge business on making uh, essentially gym apparel, fitness clothing, and it's all comic or pop culture based references. And you know, he talked about you know when you can't find something for you, like you want something that's nerdy, but yet you want something you can wear to the gym. He there was a void there, and so he made his own. And it's very similar for us. Like we saw a void. Um, and, and so we, we kept, we were like, well, this probably, if we're going to do anything worthwhile with our lives, it'll probably be combining the things you're most passionate about. And, and because of that, I, you know, I, I still obviously train and compete and I've been trying to find ways to do that. And, um, Johnny originally even told me when I started uh, training, you know, he said, Hey man, your, your niche is, you know, you're the, the nerdy guy who got in shape. And then, you know, lo and behold, we have the nerds who lift show so um, thank you but i also have to thank nick because years and years ago when i was uh not sure i had kind of given up on the idea of like doing you know filmmaking as a at all really you know whether it be a passion or a living um it was a horrible time for all of us. It was very dark <laughs> it was a lot more peaceful time i'm sure uh, but uh nick came to me and said hey you know you should just do a blog you should just you know talk about horror movies uh and then i think uh what like a year maybe a year and a half later i did a blog i called it the johnny horror show and it just started as a blog after doing the blog for probably i don't know two three months i switched over to videos and you know here we are um essentially so i mean really uh nick is responsible for the johnny horror hey. show so um you know you can uh you can uh you're fucking welcome people <laughs> come after me for money later <laughs> hey there was money like, there's, there's not there's no money there's i don't not. have a dollar you I, don't have a dollar no. I have I, negative dollars negative dollars <laughs> uh, but it goes to show like you know that's just how much involved you know in our each other's lives that we you know have been and it's true it's been we've been very integral in each other's success i mean one of the things that you know after my dark period where i wasn't training i got to training and one of those was uh you know johnny's doing it he's again he's one of my closest friends and um you know there's, there's always a cliche you know the cliche uh, saying that you're going to be the product of the, you know the cumulative amount of the people that you're around and um you know whenever i kind of would fall off johnny always you know was on his uh you know on his game and then it was just like fuck i gotta i gotta keep up because he will berate me for being lazy or a fat piece of shit so, oh, you know me. Oh, yeah. But hey, call Nick up on the regular. What are you doing? You're doing you sitting on that couch? Fucking loser. Eating them potato chips. At his bachelor party, I wanted to, like the first day of his bachelor party. The I was in prep for my me, and I wanted to go to the gym first thing in the morning. I just I, to to get it done. So I, I limited my drinking that first night, so I could go to the gym, oh, and that way I'd be. Oh yeah, I got I got I got sober. <laughs> I got soberated. But you know what? That's what friends do. And and it goes to show that when you have people around you, and I think with between me and John is we both have similar 
goals. They're different and maybe they're focused, but we just have similar goals. We want to do something great with our lives. We have multiple, you know, passions, uh, fitness being one, uh, our own nerdisms being another. And um, we don't really, we fit well, just kind of just doing one. We, you know, we need to kind of be able to have have all of it and do something different. And so it's nice we've all, out of when everyone else maybe doesn't either say anything or doesn't believe really in us, we've always been able to do that for each other. And, um, you know, and it's important to find people like that. And if you don't have that, you know, that is one of the good byproducts of social media is you can make yourself a little social media community of people who are in the same situation who no one else in your real life probably believes in you, but there'll be that one person on your social media who likes your shit and was like, go get that man. Fuck. Yeah. You're doing, you're doing great. Yeah. I will say that there, there have been, there have been a lot of people on social media who, you know, regardless of if they watch the show or not, because I, hell, I don't, I don't know if they do or not, but they will at least send positivity my way, which is always nice, you know, for someone to just, you know, say, Hey, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Sort of a deal is always, is always a nice thing to hear. Um, you know, and the jokes on them though, I mean the rest of the world, I would say just because I'm so ridiculously addicted to making, making my show and, 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 and filming stuff and, just being creative in general that I, I just don't think I could ever, ever possibly give it up again. You know, I went through that part in my life when I was like, no, it's not going to happen. So just leave it alone. Don't do it. And like I said, you know, I don't make any money doing this. I mean, very rarely I'll, I'll get a videography gig and I'll make some money doing it that way, which is great. But for my show, I make no money. Um, like, <laughs> I just churn, put in money, and, but it's, regardless of if I end up doing it for a living or not somewhere down the road, which is the dream, I'd still do it for fun because it's, I don't know. It'd be like, it'd be like never working out again. You just, you, it would just become toxic. You, you would feel sick. Feel yeah. It becomes, it's like a backup. It's like a, it's like a suffocating a part of yourself. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's where, where, you know, and when I told John, like, hey, do if you can't, if you don't think you can, you know, back then do directing, then talk about it. And I said, yeah, make a blog or do video. Just have an outlet of some sort. And it's the same way with me and training. I need to train some somehow, some way. And uh, for John, you know, he mentioned that he used to be more competitive and he became less competitive. Uh, for me, it was the opposite. I used to not be competitive at all. I used to not care. And I was a little bit too nonchalant. And starting to want to compete again actually gave me more drive. And, um, you know, so it's about what finding what works for you and again, establishing what your goals are and, you know, sometimes just letting those kind of take off and, and not being afraid to try things, not being even afraid to stop things. Cause I'm sure you've done stuff where you're just like, okay, I tried it. And it didn't, it didn't really say, I didn't really like it. It wasn't for me. And, you know, you, you can try something else. Um, but it's just kind of keeping at it uh, and doing that. And I think that's one of the things that most of the lifters that I've interviewed, you know, athletes is they always say consistency and asking questions. Like completely people who aren't related, who don't know each other, will say consistency and asking questions. 
And, you know, that can get you a long way. And so what about now? So what, what does, you know, I won't even say like uh, a week of training, but what is maybe a month? Like they, how do you go about training for yourself? And then how does that, how do you balance that with work and just living? Well, I mean, so I, I mean, I can just break down for you what I did last week, you know, cause perfect. last week, last yeah, week perfect. was a good Do week. Um, last week is like the first week that I was like, like on the last leg of the cold, basically enough that I could train it out of me, you know, that, you know, sweat it out of you sort of mindset. Um, so I recently started uh, another job. So I'm, what's up? Uh, I, I Grubhub. I'm a delivery Oh, that's driver. right. You didn't tell me that. Um, so, um, <laughs> that's just you. We're just, we're just trying to pay off the wedding, but so far, you know, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty solid gig, but all it said, you know, so just put in perspective, you know, you still have daily life stuff, right? You still have to clean house, do laundry, uh, grocery shop, um, I don't know what I just knocked down there. I don't think it's that um, oh, um, you still have to do all of the normal day stuff, you know, go to the bank, blah, 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 all that stuff. Um, then I have my, you know, day job, uh, work as a bartender and that's, uh, about a six and a half hour day, whether it's at daytime or nighttime. Right. And then when I'm not doing that, um, I'm probably doing Grubhub or editing uh, videography stuff that is separate from my show or filming and editing my show. So that's that's what my week looks like. Now it's or petting his gorgeous dog. <laughs> He's very handsome. His name is Asher, little gentleman. He's yeah. better than you and I can. <laughs> but yeah, you also have to take care of the dog and somewhere you know make time for you know, the wife. Um, and then you got, you, yeah. So it's like, how, how are we going to fit in fitness? Well, um, last week, Monday, I decided to just get all my P's and Q's in order, do all my, you know, normal Monday stuff because I have the day off. So get the house in order, um, do some laundry, kind of do some stuff for, myself a little bit of editing this that or the other went for a run um uh, first time i had done a um long distance run uh since my hamstring a couple of months back so that went very well um nice that's good on tuesday um i had to go to camarillo in the a.m but i also had to grocery shop so um, I did a 25 minute core body workout that consists basically of one minute planks, um, one minute of some sort of, um, ab workout, um, pushups and probably body squats. And you do that, um, five times, you know, as fast as you can. And by the time you're done, you know, your core is pretty 
pretty fried. So, so it was one minute plank. What was and what was the next part? Um, I did one minute plank. We'll say uh, one minute of some sort of ab workout, whether it's you know just basic like knee touches or you know you have your legs raised and you do toe touches, something along those lines. Something that you know you can. It's not you're not counting sit-ups. Basically, you're doing it for a minute. Um, did 20 push-ups and then did 10 body squats. So by the time you're done, you've done 100 push-ups and you've done 50 body squats. So you did that for five rounds. Five rounds, and then you've done five minutes of planks and five minutes of some sort of sit-up. So I wrote that down for you people, and I think I'll when we you know announce this episode, which you'll be listening to, I'll also will uh, release release that. Cause that's because that's that's roughly, and, and then I break up each round with ten jumping jacks just to kind of stay loose. So that's roughly twenty five to thirty minutes, depending on how fast you do all of that stuff. But it's easy and it's quick. So that was the workout on Tuesday. On Wednesday, I had to work at nighttime and had to, and I wanted to do some Grubhub during the day. So I woke up early um, and went to the gym and did weightlifting. Um, and then let's see, on Thursday, I uh, woke up early because I worked in the morning and wanted to do Grubhub. Oh no, we had a movie that night. So I woke up early and went and did 40 minutes on the Stairmaster and then 20 minutes in the sauna. Um, and that was just the early morning before, before work went to work. And then we went to the movies that night. Um, Friday again, woke up early, did another, at home core workout thing before work. And then, um, yeah, worked during the day, did Grubhub at nighttime. And then Saturday woke up early again, went to the gym. These are like waking up at like 6am basically yeah. to go, to go to the gym. Um, did squats, um, did yeah. Weighted squats for, about an hour um, at the gym and then went to work and then did grub up afterwards. So that was six days, basically. What were, what were your lifting days? Um, lifting days, I did I did um, Saturday and Wednesday were heavy lifting days. So what did you do for your squats and the lifting days? Um, so my squats have been, again, ever since I uh, – uh, pulled my hamstring i've been uh a little bit more gentle on those but i got up to 285 oh nice um and i was just doing singles of that they were moving pretty good i probably could have gotten probably could have gotten up to uh 295 or 300 but you know i just i'd rather play it safe particularly if my you know hamstring (laughs) is gonna give out you know and i don't have anybody uh anybody you know behind me i i'd just rather stick with a weight that um i feel safe under to some degree 
Um, but who am I kidding? If my fucking hamstring goes <laughs> under 285, I'm dead. So, you know, um, <laughs> so that's why I just kind of kept it to singles and kept it at that weight. But they were moving pretty good, so it, it felt pretty good. Nice. Just a little a little tidbit. Uh, prior to my first meet, which is in September, and John was helping prep for that, he came. He's like, "Yeah, I'll help you, and you can help me. I'm gonna fix my squats a little bit." And uh, within like, which I did. I mean, I didn't have to give him that much. I taught him how to brace and a few mechanic things, and within. Like two weeks, he was doing the same thing. I was like, "Fucking Johnny!" If you don't know Johnny, we we around our group of friends, we joke that Johnny can can build uh, build his quad muscles by brushing his teeth. <laughs> his family have the genetic gift to just build muscle doing whatever, um, while the rest of us really have to really yeah. have to cut <laughs> cut bodies for it. Console, I think I've told you this before that like every workout that I do is all just to make my stomach look good. It doesn't matter like what I'm doing. It's all just like, oh, this is going to help. It's going to make my, my abs look good because like it doesn't matter if I never work out for the rest of my my life. My arms are still going to look shredded. It's, it's true. It's so <laughs> fucked up. Like, it's, yeah, he has like tree trunk thighs and he has you know, you know really great arms. And essentially, he just he's, he just wants to fight club Brad Pitt six pack all the that's, time. Yeah, that's, that's exactly goal. it. I'm never gonna have that, but that's, you know, <laughs> that's why we're, we're but constantly Brad, chasing. But him. but but then again, it's like I, I want you to one day meet Brad Pitt, and hopefully he's in really good shape. So you can be like, oh fuck, I'm better. I'm, I'm in better shape than he is. <laughs> Come full circle. Yeah, but Brad Pitt's like fifty now, man. Like, but he still I, looks I, great. I know he looks fantastic. God damn you, Brad Pitt. Oh, God, to be famous. Right, well, you just have all the money and the personal trainers, the personal chef. Sounds great. Steroids. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, then that comes as part of it. So what did you, uh, after your squat day, did you you do any accessories or just do your singles? So um, basically what I did was I started out with, whatever it was, I just started out with 25s on each side, and then I just built from there. Um, and what I would do to break it up was I did, I would do 22 sit-ups, um, that way. And I did 10 rounds basically. So, um, squats, sit-ups, and then those, uh, behind the head pull-ups that, uh, I posted about, and I would do three of those, um, cause I haven't done those in a while either. Um, when I was doing them regularly, I, I would do like five or six per round. Um, but the three of those were, were, were moving pretty good. Um, but yeah, so every round, um, I would, I would add weight to, um, the squat rack until obviously I got to 285, but, um, and then I just stuck with the singles with that, um. And then, you know, the sit-ups, by the time I'm done, you've done 22 for 10 rounds. You've done 220 sit-ups, you know. And then you've done 30 behind-the-head pull-ups by the time you're done. So, I mean, you know, if you do, like, that's – and that that was the workout, you know. I just did that. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a solid workout. Yeah, it is because you, you kind of getting – you're getting everything's kind of worked out. And you're giving certain – 
things rest. And I mean, that's that's the way I like to work out anyways, is a lot of people would be like, what are you doing today, bro? You doing legs, bro? Bro, bro you doing arms, bro? And I and I'm like, no, man, I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything. Because to me, I'm again, this this goes to my my style and how I how I enjoy working out is that I don't like to burn out one thing. I like everything to get a good workout and still feel good that way the next day. If I want to go and use my arms for whatever reason, they still work, you know? Um, <clears throat> so I'm, I never really, I, I have days that I'm, I'm more like, yeah, we'll do, we'll do less legs or we'll do more legs, you know, but anytime I'm doing a heavy lifting, I'm breaking it up. I'm doing a little bit of both that way I can jump around. I, I don't feel like I'm getting fatigued early on. I can keep on pushing as hard at the start as I did or at the end as I did at the start, essentially. So, um, yeah, which I think is more practical for people who, you know, especially, especially heavy lifting because in powerlifting, you know, it's a very, it's a very different mindset. It's a different goal. It's very different in terms of you're going for competition. If you're training for life and that's the big difference between practical training, I'm not going to use the hat, you know, the in quotations functional, but practical training where you can still lift heavy, stay and get stronger yet still be, able and prepared to go to work the next day you need to be able to have that balance and do both and not over exhaust one thing too much maybe you focus like you're that day maybe it's a really you know like that you know your lifting workout's really good it's like you were able to really focus hone in on your legs and your squats which is also a full body workout in itself but then you also you know got your got the core in there and usually i and what i've seen john do those sit-ups in between his squats he actually goes on a bench horizontally and does his sit-ups uh, in that in that way, and then uh, behind the back pull ups. So you have your your uh, your body weight calisthenics in terms of the pull ups, which is also very good for you. You have your core for the sit ups, working the bracing, and then your actual squats. And then that's a it's a good balance. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> nice genius. I'll be here all week. <laughs> and then some. Yeah, this where, this is my house actually. <laughs> he, um, I, I will actually be here all week. He um, literally will be here for the foreseeable future. If the letter to me, we we're kicking you out. <laughs> the best offer in Venmo will get his address. It's it's. <laughs> It's a, it's a very impressive house. It has the best decorations okay, and the best. Now home. I'm gonna up it. I want half of whatever you get. <laughs> okay. All right. Thirty percent goes to John for the best offer. And if you come, you get to work out. There's a pool table on the garage. We're here right now upstairs. There's really he won't wear pants. He'll just Donald Duck it the whole time. It's a great deal for you. <laughs> Escalates quickly. Time we end this fiasco of a shit Never. Show. Oh uh, no. So, so um, I thought it'd be fun. So while he was going through that, I wrote down what he did for those two days: the one minute plank, one minute of knee pulls or V ups, uh, twenty push ups, ten body weight squats for five rounds with ten jumping jacks in between, and then the lifting that squat workout, which is really good. Uh, I put work up to about eighty eight percent because that's about what John does. I know. Hit 285 for him, he'd being conservative. That's probably about it's probably more like 80, 88 percent, uh, including you know him getting his leg back. Thanks, man. Um, and then sit ups, 
the 22 sit-ups and then three behind the back pull-ups. So I'm going to post those and we'll, I think we're going to call it the no more, no more horror business uh, workout. And I think we can maybe see if people want to do that. Cause that's, it's honestly, that's a great two days. You can do that, you know, probably with the day of rest in between and you guys can uh, post your best time for the body weight workout. And then also, you know, post, um, you know, your best squats for the lifting. And then you could tag um, hashtag nerds who lift podcasts and tag, the Johnny Horror Show, which is J-O-N-Y, by the way. You'll see it in the title, but no double N. It's one N for Johnny. And no H. It's no goddamn H. We will spell it the way Thor intended, which is no H and one N. Um, Uh, But I will say that if uh, for any reason you can't do the the behind-the-head pull-ups, just do regular ones because the 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 behind-the-head ones, they, they take a little bit. You have to be able to, like, you know, don't bang your head. Yeah, what he's and don't hurt yourself. Don't bang your they, neck. They they take some time. You know, maybe start with just see if you can do one. See if you can do one of those. Um, because I mean, I, I, maybe I'm weak, but it it took me it took me a while to be able to do those. And I I think sometimes I still look like I'm I'm struggling. <laughs> no man, you look good. Hey, thanks, bro. You're looking good. Uh, you look you look like Ragnar from Vikings before you got killed. Um, yeah, I know. Still alive. Still. So, but uh, actually, I'll say another nice alternate for those would also be behind the neck lap pull downs on a lap pull down machine. Yeah, do those. If, yeah, those are always great. I love lap pull downs. So, so yeah, I think that'd be fun. And people, like I said, you can share and tag us. Um, you know, you got a nice free workout at your disposal. And um, so, with on the page for the Nerds Who Lift, I've been usually doing that for some people who want to, uh, you know, post their favorite uh, villain. And according, you know, in accordance with that villain, the give attached that workout that they give. So, what villain do you want? want? Uh, I, I, like comic book villain or uh, any villain, like any like any villain from any genre to attach to these to to those workouts specifically, yeah. like like I like a villain that I would see doing those workouts. Right, whatever, whatever, however you see it in your head. Well, um. I think Bane would be great for the squat workout, but I mean, you know, that's just yeah. me <laughs> yes. wanting to be, you know, have any relation to Tom Hardy that I can. Um, Shout out to Tom Hardy if you want to come on the show with us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have no money for I you. <laughs> love you, Nicholas. But <laughs> Dude, you got to put it out there. <laughs> nowhere close. Come on. To ever listen. <laughs> One day, he might hear this if we tag him enough and he's not weirded out by it. He'll be like, he'll be like yeah. Those are very, those are very bad. Um, very, very bad. He'll just be like, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, the, the, uh, the body workout would be great for anyone who is ever in prison because you know that's just like a great workout that you can do i mean that 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 goes for you, you know anyone who's listening to that wants to try you can do it in a you know try the workout not don't try prison yeah i mean to. do whatever you have to do to make, <laughs> to make your life better um, we get a letter some guy i did i did grand theft auto three square <laughs> meals a day a bed you get a rec room you know you get scheduled um, workout time um but don't uh, go to prison yeah that uh that that body workout you can do in, you know, a very small space, you know, 10 by 10. Like, that's what I'm saying. You know, anybody who is in prison can do that workout. No problem. So, so I'll use, I'll use Bronson for the first one and Bane for the second one. <laughs> ah, Tom Hardy across the board. Tom, Tom Hardy across the board. Tom, come on the show. Be our, 
friend. We're not desperate. We just, you're just, you're just a good guy. Um, anyway, before it gets too weird. So yes, I will. I'll put those up, everybody. You can tag us with that. If you haven't gone and checked out uh, Johnny's stuff while you've been listening to this, you should. The Johnny Horror Show, J-O-N-Y, on YouTube and on the Instas at the Johnny Horror Show. So please support him. He has really great stuff. Honestly, even before our videos, um, when he did reviews of different horror movies and whatnot, honestly, they're great. And I would love to see people start seeing those again and to see what he has coming. Um, any 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 plugs or anything you want to? Uh, well, I mean, uh, we are currently working on our third season, um, which you are well aware of. Um, I am. It... Uh, it, it might have gotten a little bit away from me, uh, <laughs> uh, but that's just because I I wanted we we took a different route this time as opposed to doing one video at a time and releasing it. We decided to take an approach of filming multiple videos at one time and releasing it uh, kind of like an actual television show to make it a little bit more of an event. Um, because we have not posted a video uh, from that in about a year and a half, so um, we've been we've been we've been wanting. Um, we are coming together with some really good stuff. Um, Brian and Ben have been busting their asses for me, which is great. Um, everyone's working really hard on it, and we, I mean, I maybe. Before the end of the year. <laughs> Before <laughs> the end of the I'm, year of our Lord. <laughs> I'm really hoping, I'm really, really hoping, I mean, fuck, I wanted to head out, like, uh, like this month, actually, but that's not going to happen. So, uh, um, things happen. And by the way, uh, Brian Calvert and Ben Engel, Brian Calvert did my logo. He's one of our buddies yeah. who also did Johnny's logo. So you notice we keep it very in-house here. Yeah. Um, ben Engel is just a, is a crazy, crazy friend of ours. Crazy Russian dude. Crazy Russian. Ben is an aspiring actor and does a great job on the show and has actually um, gotten a couple of gigs on uh, actual television shows. Because of Johnny's show. So we have uh, – no, not, I'm, not Because anymore. of Johnny – is the reason Ben Ben this is the reason you have work very hard Ben um, so uh, you know <laughs> so Love all that all that said um, we're we're busting our butts and we're really trying to do really trying to make it special I mean it is a television show that uh, is an ongoing series um, and and we have we have no budget we have no money at all and we just try and make it look as good uh, as possible and have it be as fun and as exciting as possible. Um, so if you do go and watch the show and you're like, oh, this is shit, just keep in mind that yes, I shoot it on my phone, I edit it with iMovie, and I do it with zero dollars. So and if you um, like it, remember he shoots it on his phone. He does it with iMovie, and he does it with zero dollars. And the shittiest talent to work with, which uh, is mostly me. <laughs> ben, Nick, Nick does a ben Nick actually me. does a great job. And uh, we, well, you know, one take Nicholas is my name. <laughs> I think you might. Uh, I don't know. But uh, yeah. So, anyways, I, I won't. Uh, I won't take up any more of your guys. This time, but yeah, if uh, you go on the show and you, 
you like it, then share it with your friends. Yeah, please, please do. And and like you said, he'll, they, they've been working really hard because I, I have gotten to see some of that. But it's season three, which means there's two seasons that you can go back and completely engross yourself in this crazy fucked up universe that he has created and brought us along with and be rearing for that for that release. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm biased because I'm his friend, but I'm also not that biased because I'm his friend and I'm also brutally honest. But, uh, you know, I, I love it. And I think that uh, we've, we actually have something really cool. And, and I've always thought that even if people don't watch um, you know, now as we're releasing it, that I think it's one of those things that people will find it and it'll be become this odd cult classic because I do think there's a lot of times that you just come up with gold and, um, and, and much like you are in anything in life with your fitness or, you know, with, you know, your friends or even, you know, with your, you know, uh, you know, with your spouse, you are, you are a, a man of quality always and class. And if you see his house, you would also know that because it's cool as fuck. You come there during Halloween for the annual Halloween party. Again, the biggest Venmo will get the invite. <laughs> it is awesome. And cut Christmas as well. So um, so I love you. And thank you for always pushing me. And you know, just know that you are a big part of anything that happens with my crazy antics as well. You are you are hugely responsible <laughs> in some way, shape, or form, bad or good. Likewise, pal. Um, and I don't think either one of us would be here right now without each other. So that's hundred percent true. Well, well but uh, you know, thanks for having me on, and uh, I would like to be on again. You definitely will be on again. Sweet. Yes. Maybe to plug season three when we finish it. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so everybody will know, and I, I, I will even maybe, maybe can I just like start saying you're like uh, announcing your show as like one of the sponsors? I already do it for Brian's. Yeah, please. Yeah. So so from this day forth, we are also sponsored by the Johnny Horror Show. J O N Y on YouTube. Uh, also shout out to sponsors sponsors Viking Performance Chalk. Thank you guys of the best chalk for lifting heavy shit. And now you know who Calvert Illustrations is, Calvert Illustrations, who made our logo, made Johnny's logo, and could probably make your logo for, you know, a... Uh, the biggest Venmo. <laughs> the biggest Venmo. I mean, no, we'll get Brian's personal phone number. <laughs> <laughs> as well as pictures of him sleeping that we will take unbeknownst to him. Uh, his girlfriend won't mind. She really doesn't. She wants to see the money. She'll get a cut. Kelsey is... Uh, she drives a hard bargain. So, again... Thank you guys for everything, as always. Thank you, Johnny Maresca of the Johnny Horror Show. Thank you, thank, sir. Thank you guys for tuning in. And, uh, you know, thank you for really uh, giving awesome support to the Instagram and listening to the other episodes. And, again, I want to keep, you know, creating a resource for everybody. And, uh, you know, just keep pumping on a good show. So I'm Nicholas, and thanks again for just listening to the Nerds Who Live podcast. <laughs> I'm